with the MCU Phase 4 wrapping up with Black Panther Wakanda Forever, this phase was a mess. It was, I cannot lie, especially when I think it gave us the worst film in quite a while with Thor Love and Thunder. And I'm sorry, but I did not even watch Miss Marvel. Nevertheless, I did not hate this phase. There were things I enjoyed, things that were set up for future films that I'm excited for. To me, they have to go bigger with King the Conqueror, and I am looking forward to where the MCU is heading after this phase in the future. Coming at number 15, which is dead last, is Miss Marvel. I'm sorry. I did not watch this nor do I intend to want to this show is just not geared towards me at all I'm sure people watched it and loved it but me personally I'll pass I just wouldn't be able to give a valid opinion on this show this to me is the worst movie in this phase I do enjoy it but this movie does not do it for me the jokes aren't funny and the action is okay I love Christian Bale as an actor just like everyone else but he couldn't even save the movie for me as gore he's supposed to kill gods but on screen we only see him kill one god Chris Hemsworth as Thor was great and at certain times was hilarious to me but Natalie Portman just wasn't my favorite in this film her portrayal of Thor was so bland I expected for her to be more serious and an elegant Thor but then we got a corny one-liner Thor again the CGI was bad although the fight scene between Gore and Thor in black and white was really nice that was the best scene in the movie and the tone and dialogue was perfect that is where Christian Bale shines now seeing the serious most sides of the movies in this phase this one just did not stick for me now I did watch this and I actually enjoyed it. Aside from Charlie Cox's Daredevil returning, I liked it for what it was. It was supposed to just introduce She-Hulk in the MCU and that is exactly what it does. Tatiana Misolani I think was the perfect casting for this role and she actually owned it. Maybe now we can go back to having a more serious Hulk and Mark Ruffalo even more so now that there are three Hulks. Like seriously, what is this haircut and where did he even come from? The story is weak and every episode feels like a filler one so don't expect anything huge to happen in this show. Hopefully going forward they give She-Hulk more to do unlike the actual Hulk. I watched this the second time around and this is not as bad as I thought it was. Maybe I'm just a different person now than when I first watched this. Scarlett Johansson delivered as always and is here we are introduced to Florence Pugh's Yelena who at first I didn't care for but now having seen Hawkeye I actually like her character. I didn't care for the story here at all though. Me personally I felt this film was way overdue and now that she's dead in the MCU what is the point of this besides introducing her family as new characters also they try to paint the picture that she was completely alone in Avengers Endgame they made it seem like she didn't have a family prior and I feel like that was completely misleading I like this show and happy that Jimmy Renner is getting the love that he deserves as Hawkeye. That one scene where they explain why he is going deaf is so funny and there are quite a few comedic moments here that made me laugh. Haley Steinfeld's Kate Bishop was the perfect casting in my opinion and I can't wait to see more from her going forward. We also get the reoccurrence of Florence Pugh's Yelena who is most of the comedic relief but that scene where she comes back post snap to find Black Widow is dead was actually pretty sad. Kingpin's return also introducing Echo whom is getting her own Disney plus show the story here works for me as it is about clint barton dealing with the post snap repercussions of being ronin he did some bad things and now we get to see how he faces the consequences of his actions clint is really one of the few og avengers left besides thor and hulk but he is also alone without them you can feel how heavy it is for him especially that scene when he was in new york staring at the memorial from the first battle that the avengers had against loki this is most likely the last time we'll be seeing jeremy renner's clint barton and what a better way to pass the torch
Now, I have mixed feelings about this film. I have to be in a certain mood to be able to watch this. The MCU finally tries something different and it doesn't do great in the public's eye. Chloe Zhao did a wonderful job in certain areas of this film, but in a lot of other areas it falls flat. The characters here, in my opinion, have no depth and to me are expendable because this movie doesn't take time for me to care about them at all. The relationship between Icarus, played by Richard Madden, and Gemma Chan Cersei was my least favorite thing in this film. There's no chemistry versus Lauren Ridloss, Makari, and Barry Keon's Druig, who had a way better relationship portrayal on screen in my opinion. This team is supposed to be a family although it hardly feels like it. Also watching this movie it was super dark. I could not see anything on the screen in certain parts of this film. This film relies too heavy on the characters that they didn't even build well in my opinion and that's why it's so low on the list for me. The plot is just not that strong. Now let me be honest, I am not a fan of Falcon, and I know I sound like a hater, but truth be told, I do not care. Anthony Mackie is funny in memes in real life, but the Falcon is just an to me. Nevertheless, I still like the show. A black man having to show why he is fit to be capped, I thought that was pretty cool. Steve Rogers is still my favorite Captain America, but I will silently be hating on Anthony Mackie's cap as I watch his films. Sebastian Stan was a perfect casting for Bucky, and Anthony Mackie and their chemistry is truly felt. This show has a more serious tone that I appreciate. A more watered down Winter Soldier, if you will. Zemo on this show, they brought a little swag to his character and more depth with a more comedic side. We also get a cameo from the Dory Milaje, absolutely embarrassing Wyatt Russell's US agent, like straight made him reevaluate his life. Good on their part though, because he for real disrespected Captain America's shield. This was a nicely paced show and one of the better MCU shows, in my opinion, for sure. This was a good MCU show, in my very honest opinion. I watched it week to week, which made it seem very slow at the beginning, but Ben's watching it. It's better and the pacing is way better when you watch it this way. Oscar Isaac, such a talented guy. He really kills it playing Moon Knight's three different personalities. May Kalamwawi, I hope I pronounced that right. I'm sorry if I didn't. As his wife, Layla was a good supporting character and had a lot to do in this. And Ethan Hawke as Arthur Harrow was great too. How they tackled why the different personalities of Moon Knight are the way they are is tough. And how Mark Spector created Stephen Grant. The CGI was good and it did look wonky at times, but I didn't care. This was just a fun watch. The first episode we see his costume and wow, that was an amazing suit up scene, one of the best in the MCU by far. This was the MCU's first attempt at to show week to week release and this one was good. I like the sitcom style I chose to go with and it just works, especially with Elizabeth Olsen. She was great, another perfect casting and Wanda Maximoff truly. She did lose a lot in Infinity War and they addressed her trauma after and how she went towards the villain route and being selfish and wanting her family back with a fake vision. This at number 7 because it's really setting up for the Multiverse of Madness which I enjoyed a lot more. Hopefully we see more Wanda in Phase 5 and when they decide to use her for X-Men, one can dream man, one can dream. My boy Benedict Cumberbatch was stressed out in this phase with how much he had to appear. He really carried this one on his back. WandaVision sets this up and brought back Sam Raimi and he brings an interesting take to the MCU's pattern of directing and I would say he did it in primarily the transitions. And This one is more dark and horror like. Elizabeth Olsen is scary in this. She even breaks the fourth wall in a scene. Wong returns as Master Supreme and he has also been busy. America Chavez makes her debut and was great to the opposite charisma of Doctor Strange. This is a 6 on my list because of Illuminati. Has my boy Jim Halper as Reed Richards finally and I got so excited. But as quickly as we see the Illuminati is as quickly as they left. And Loki is the best Marvel show and Tom Hiddleston did a wonderful job. His portrayal truly made me love this character and see him more as a hero even after his death in Endgame. He really brought his A game with this time around. Sophie D. Martino says Sylvia as a Loki variant was good counterpart to 616 
Loki and Owen Wilson's Mobius quickly stole the show for me. This show plot sets up a lot of what's about to go down in the MCU with Kang the Conqueror played by Jonathan Majors and I think he's going to be absolutely great based on this show. I believe the MCU is headed towards something great and new. We all just have to be patient and let it all play out. This felt so refreshing to watch and the black and white was an amazing creative choice by Michael Giacchino. It's like a classic modernized simple story and I appreciated that. It's also way too short and I need more projects like this. Gael Gassar Bernard was a great werewolf. You can feel his empathy and sorrow for his other being. Laura Donnelly was great and her portrayal of her emotions was quite the experience. Man Thing CGI was executed extremely well. I would love for Marvel to start putting out these more creative short stories rather than pushing out random movie fluff truthfully. Shang-Chi was absolutely beautiful to watch. Simu Liu was born to play this role and this movie was a fun ride. It has a lot of action which I really enjoyed and the first half tone is different than the second half's tone. I didn't really care for Aquafina's character Katie. She was a comic relief and I did not find her funny really. But it doesn't make this completely unwatchable for me at all. I could still power through it. Wong makes an appearance with the Abomination returning and we see more of him in She-Hulk. Michelle Yeoh is also in this and she was great as always. As far as origin movies go, this is like top 5. That dragon scene was is so beautiful. Yes, I put this second so you probably already know what is first. This being the last movie of this phase, they ended it well with this film in my opinion. This film feels different from the rest, although it has similar feeling to Spider-Man. Our character Shuri becomes a Black Panther just like her brother in the film. Rest in peace Chadwick Boseman. This film just gave me the feeling of wanting to do better in life. Ryan Coogler and the team really pulled themselves together to create this beautiful body of work and it should get all the flowers and rewards it deserves. The story backtracks but also moves forward in a way that's captivating and it's astonishing. Also seeing in 40X made this film so much more immersive. Everyone brought their A game and Letitia Wright was wonderful and powerful Black Panther and can't wait to see more from her. Namor was also amazing. And yes it's obvious that this is number one on my list aside from the cameos. This to me is Tom Holland's best portrayal of the character. It really brought him to life here. It was like his childhood was ending. He is now the Spider-Man that we know and love with the help of the two goats Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Now Andrew is my favorite Spider-Man by far. He was just the one I could relate to the most in high school and I thought he was the coolest. Tom Holland is definitely the best in my opinion just based off the things he's been through in the MCU and the things that he has lost along the way. But he still chooses to fight for good even though he did almost lose himself to Green Goblin and William Defoe. Absolutely kills it here. All the villains really did truthfully. The CGI is far from perfect and the swinging scenes in this movie I did not like. But I didn't mind it at all because truthfully the story stuck. This is the best phase 4 movie hands down besides Black Panther. I feel like they're kind of tied even without the nostalgia it just added to it this movie is like a piece of my childhood that about wraps up my ranking of the phase four shows and movies this phase was heavily about grief and loss and moving forward to keep pushing it is very chaotic and introduced so many new characters and stories i can't wait to see develop and where each of them goes and how much of a threat king really is a couple more years until avengers movie and can't wait to watch it all unfold if you like this video and if you're listening on the apple podcast please check out the others on my channel or on this page like and subscribe and thank you all for watching or listening and until 